It's the final countdown. Dan, 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 dan. <laughs> Probably one of the greatest classic songs ever. Good morning, OTC listeners. Another episode of the OTC Outside the Comics podcast is happening in your life. I'm your host, Mike Garcia, and we are on a new episode, I believe episode 13. Unlucky 13, but you know what? We're going to make that into a lucky 13. Ah, what the hell? It's 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 luck and unluck for everyone. Eh, doesn't pick and choose. Uh, things have been going very, very interesting, to say the least. Um, it's pretty much a week of ain't shit going on, but maybe some stuff going on. A little contradictory, but eh, you know how it is. Uh, today is Thursday. June 20th or 21st, I don't know, I've been so behind as of late, I spent these past couple of days celebrating my sister's birthday, she is now 24, and she's now at the age, you know when you have those family members, those younger siblings where you remember them at a very, very young age, and then you see them now and you're like, god damn it, where the hell did all the time go, you know, and it's like, uh, I I still prefer you very young. I, I don't know. It's it's I I I don't see you as like a uh, an, an adult yet. But ironically enough, we went out last night, and I assumed I assumed she was going to pick uh The Incredibles two to watch because she's a huge huge fan of Disney Pixar movies. But apparently enough, she decided to see Deadpool. So I ended up seeing that for the third time last night and she saw it for the first time. Now, obviously, she has no idea what I do in my personal time. She has no idea of, you know, uh, of me being a huge fan of comic book movies and she has zero, zero clue. So after the movie ended, she was like, oh, what did you think, big brother? I said, it was good. It was really, really good. You know, because I can't really, it's it, it, it's one of those moments where you can't really break down the details of a movie to another person. Because one, they're probably not interested, and two, they're probably just enjoying the moment. But she was laughing very hard, especially in the, I'd say, in the second act where Deadpool was having his baby legs, his, his legs growing back. And I think... Like rewatching it now for the third time, probably the probably the funniest moment in the entire movie. At least that's what I believe. That's what I believe. But she had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, I bought her a couple of games from GameStop for Nintendo DS, not the 3DS because she doesn't have that. And I got these two awesome. Rocking pop-up tees. These, uh, you know, those uh, pop-ups, um, the 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 pop figures that people get to store them in shelves, where you just like, you know, bop their heads and they're just moving and whatnot. Well, I got them in shirt forms and actual shirts. I got one of Batman Beyond because it, Batman Beyond, in my personal opinion, is my favorite Batman. Like, if there's one particular Batman that I absolutely have a favorite, it's Batman Beyond. I don't know, I like futuristic characters. Uh, Batman Beyond and Deadpool. It looks pretty freaking sweet. Um, I'm going to wait until after I have a day off to actually rock those tees. 
Probably going to be July 2nd, most likely, because I have no idea when's the next time I have a day off from work, you know? People always ask, oh, when is your next day off? When are we going to hang out? I'm working for money, man. Like, just just give me a break. But anyway, that's enough of me rolling about. Let's get down into some comic book news. Um, Before we get into it, uh, last week, I decided to make a... Uh, make a little change about having different segments that relates to different news. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. And here's the reason why. I thought about it as I was re-listening to myself, re-listening to the podcast. Every now and then I like to, you know, re-listen to the episodes to see what I can do better. And um, it doesn't really make any sense to have a particular news that belongs to Marvel and DC form up into different segments. Because if one thing only happens in one piece of news, what, am I going to have a segment that's like, what, five to seven minutes long and then switch out to something else? It, it doesn't make any sense. You know, like a particular segment of a podcast has to be like around generally 20 minutes, like 20 to 30 minutes tops. And... Thinking about it now, like, it makes no sense to separate them into different segments, and then all of a sudden it's like, meh, we'll switch out to a new thing. So, it, that, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go back to just gathering up as much news as I, as I can. If there is going to be a particular segment, probably going to be an in-depth movie review, because that's what I love doing. Um... As I said, I was going to watch Incredibles 2, but my sister made those, uh, you know, changed those plans. So I'm going to wait till this weekend to watch the movie. And what I'm probably going to do is watch Incredibles 2 possibly tonight or tomorrow night and then watch Jurassic World Saturday night. Um, I know Jurassic World is not a comic book film, but hey, I mean, it's dinosaurs. It's it's pretty cool. You get to watch dinosaurs. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, that's pretty much going to be the plan. And I'm going to organize it better. Uh, you know, for all of you guys to listen to. And yeah, we'll see how it happens. We'll see how it goes. I'm trying to work as much as I can to get a brand new computer. So that way I can organize my episodes a lot better. Maybe have a brief introduction. You know, some, some kind of cool intro. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it should be cool, should be cool. So, before we get into some news, uh, a word from our non-sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you liking the fact that I get to ramble on for 20 to 30 minutes knowing, thinking, or knowing full well of what I'm talking about? Then go on Anchor right now. Download the app and you can also listen to any person you want depending on any subject that interests you and your personal favorite. What's that? You don't like listening to people? That's okay. You can form your own thoughts and opinions about a particular subject. Go on Anchor right now and then download it and then it's so easy any caveman can do it. Well, I don't know about a caveman because they don't have any technology, but (laughs) that doesn't matter. Go on Anchor right now. You can make your own podcast. Have other people listen to you. Tell your friends. Tell your bad brothers. Tell your dog. Tell your cats. Tell your lizards. And they can also enjoy the fact that whatever you say may matter and may not at the end of the day. (laughs) So, 
Uh, as I said earlier, this might be a hashtag ain't shit going on week. Uh, a lot of things have not been happening as of late, but except for one particular thing. Uh, AT&T has completely, completely bought off Time Warner. Uh, I talked about this briefly in my last episode, and I just want to talk more in terms of what may happen next. Um... Is this a good thing and a bad thing? Uh, I've been getting a lot of feedback and questions about that. And other people, they're on the fence. They're either say, oh yeah, leave Time Warner alone. Or, you know, oh, this is a perfect thing to happen. I'm on the fence of this is actually a great thing to happen for Warner Brothers, for Time Warner. Because with the direction that Time Warner has been going on as of late, with the so-called movies that's been going off and the production team and the writing team and everything else that's been happening. AT&T has now made an establishment where Time Warner can become better as it was. Can become maybe that next stepping stone. If you truly think about it, if you go back to like well, before 2008... Marvel has not really been doing very well until Disney bought them for like $4 billion or something. And then a couple of years later or a year later, whenever the time they got purchased, Iron Man dropped and then the introduction of the MCU skyrocketed. And I believe that's the same thing that's going to happen with Time Warner and AT&T. As of this point right now, Warner Brothers is banking banking on three particular movies so that way they can go on not top not on top like beating marvel but closely like like maybe neck and neck if this is a race they would be closely go neck and neck aquaman shazam and wonder woman 1984 if one of those three movies bomb then there's pretty much no hope for the current DC Extended Universe format. And what I believe is what Warner Brothers, or I'm sorry, AT&T is going to do is they're going to hire better um, creative uh, writing staff and uh, uh, better production staff and, and, and better directors. They're going to go out of their way to ensure that their product is going to be the best of the best. And if they have a particular vision in terms of of how we, the audience, as fans, get to portray these types of films and, and, and get to portray our favorite comic book characters, then why not? You know, sometimes change is good. Sometimes change is good. What I think, and this is just my personal opinion, this is what I believe is going to happen... What I think is going to happen is they're going to rely on Matt Reeves to have a solo Batman film that's going to get released in 2020 or 2021, uh, give or take, when the production one of the productions is going to start, and they're going to utilize that franchise the franchise as much as they can from Batman. They're not stupid. They know that Batman is Warner Brothers' ultimate cash cow. And then from there, they're going to expand more in terms of who the other characters are. Um, sometimes, uh, they may have to take a couple of risks, obviously. But we've seen the past projects and whatever Warner Brothers is doing now is not working. Um, 
name any film that's recently happened that belonged to put that uh, that belonged to a particular team. Justice League didn't work. Suicide Squad mm, it didn't work. Not as much, but but it didn't work. Um, Batman v Superman, even though it's not really a team type movie, it involved multiple characters. Definitely didn't work. So, whatever AT&T has in store for Time Warner, um, I'm interested. I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to accomplish, what they're going to do. Um, recently, I talked about the two Joker movies that they're going to make. I'm hoping, rethinking about it now, I'm hoping that's not the case because let's just focus on one movie and then a few years later, then focus on another one. Not two happening simultaneously because it's just going to confuse the audience. Um... I know Jeff Johns is working on his Green Lantern Corps movie, and with the timeline mishap that Deadpool did in his last movie, Deadpool 2, shooting Ryan Reynolds, therefore undoing the whole Green Lantern thing, if you if you want to pay attention to canon stories and, and, and uh, um, time jumps and things like that. I think the Green Lantern has the potential to be a, a, a huge, huge hit. So, with Time Warner, hopefully this is a step in the right direction. And AT&T, maybe they have a few fans that knows what the hell they're doing. So, that's that's pretty much all I can say at the end of the day. That's That's all I can say. Moving on, we have Disney. The Disney and Fox deal is apparently close to a U.S. antitrust approval because apparently Disney has upped their bidding to $71.3 billion. B, with a B, billion, billion dollars. Because last week, Comcast has been trying to take Fox away from Disney with $65 billion. Disney is like, ha uh, no, we're going to increase that to 71.3. Uh, there's, <laughs> I said this recently, there's something about Fox that, that some major corporations wants to get, and the bidding is not over. But, how much is Comcast willing to dish out in order to take Fox away? Well, Disney knows how important the merger for Fox and Disney to happen. They know how important it is for us fans to want these crossover movies to freaking happen. You name it. Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool. X-Men and... um, X-Men vs. the Avengers. Uh, the Fantastic Four, throw that in the mix. Silver Surfer and Galactus, throw that in the mix. We know how important these things need to happen. We read about them in comics. We see them in TV shows. We see them in animated forms. We see them in video games. We see them in Marvel vs. Capcom. We see them in, 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 in our childhood dreams. We need to see all of that on the big screen. 
cannot stress that enough. And Disney knows it. Uh, Disney knows this. Disney knows how important it is for this merger to actually happen. For us as fans, we love it because we know what it means for our favorite comic book heroes. For them, obviously, I'm pretty much sure their stocks increase, their their uh their money increases, the merger of two companies saying that if they can get Fox, they can pretty much get whoever they want. Um uh whatever Fox owns, they'll probably go into the rights of that. Uh new studios, um you name it, Disney pretty much has an, a, a huge percentage of it. Now, Disney is winning. Disney has pretty much the, the biggest lead ever to finally secure the deal with Fox completely. And I believe the date for that deal has been postponed from June 10th to like maybe 10 or 15 days later. I'm not completely sure when the date is going to be. But at this moment, all we can say is time will tell. Time will definitely tell. Uh, I'm excited. I'm sure all of you guys are too. Uh, for Disney and Fox to finally happen, it's going to be a good day. It's it's going to be a good day. Comcast, leave Fox alone. That's just 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 leave Fox alone. We we don't want Fox to go into to go into Universal. We don't want we don't want Deadpool and and, and the Fantastic Four. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't care much about the Fantastic Four. I really, really don't. I mean, four times, no pun intended, four times that it's been it's been done and I don't know. Just, 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 just leave it alone. Moving on, we have Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, winning the MTV Award for, what was it, Best Fight? Is it Best Fight? Apparently, the MTV Awards, which I had barely any recollection of what was going on. Um, here we go. Gal Gadot accepts MTV Movie Award for Best Fight for Wonder Woman. Uh, apparently, she couldn't be at the Movie Awards to accept it because she was busy uh, filming Wonder Woman 1984 in Washington, D.C. And... Yeah, she's going to attend the show, but she sent out a video accepting the the award. I'm sure all of you can uh, watch it on YouTube. Um, Wonder Woman received three nominations for this year's MTV Movie and TV Awards, including Best Movie, Best Hero, and Best Fight. Uh, the show aired on Monday night, and Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman, Boseman ended up winning Best Movie and Best Hero. But Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman... One best fight for the scene against the German soldiers. It was definitely an awesome fight. Um, let's let's go back into recapping that scene. It was a great fight. Um, the music, the Wonder Woman music happening when she goes on to the uh to the um the no man's uh pit or den, however you want to call it, and um. The way she just tear off those soldiers left and right. She's like, and and then, you know, the lasso of truth and then punching that dude and then kicking. And I know I'm sounding pretty generic, but what was great about that particular scene is 
for the first time, we saw a badass female character literally taking position in terms of who she is as a superhero and what she's doing fighting for what is right. Obviously, we've seen that in other movies and TV shows before. But this one's different because it meant so much more in terms of actual uh, people fighting in war. And if you've seen any particular shows that relates to war, any particular movies uh, like um, Band of Brothers, you know, or 12 Strong that recently happened, The Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg, um... Uh, any war movie, any, any war movie, you feel proud in being an American because of what the people during that time, what they did and what they sacrificed for, what they fought for, like what they fought for, who they represented and what they fought for liberty and freedom and the American way, the American dream, you know, uh, that we will never surrender. We won't die. Um, Wonder Woman being in that particular scene, I get it, it's it's a comic book film, but it meant so much more than that. The way that Black Panther represented the African American population in the US, it was revolutionary. Wonder Woman represented not only females, but males in general in fighting for what is right. Especially in a time of war. Captain America kind of did the same thing. But he he was more into the show business type thing. Before he got completely serious. Especially in his first movie. The First Avenger. Um, you've seen tons and tons of action scenes. You've seen tons of movie fights. You've seen tons of them. There are thousands of them. That you can watch in particular films. Um... But when it comes to uh, movies that deals with World War II and the Cold War and um, Hiroshima and 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 the fight against Hitler and and so mu- and so many, I can go on and on. But basically, what I'm trying to say is recapping that scene where she gets up. And her music plays, and she's just walking. She's just walking towards the enemy, and she doesn't bow down. She puts her shield, she stands her ground, and then she leaves. She becomes an inspiration. She becomes, like Batman said, a beacon of hope. Where the soldiers are like, holy crap, we're winning. We can do this. We can win. We can finally go home. You know, it's it's things like that. Now, to get back to this, it was an epic fight scene, definitely loved it, probably the best out of the entire movie, not what happened last in the third act. Um, I would re- I would definitely recapture watching that scene. You know, if, if, there's, if there's a particular fight scene that comic book heroes and comic book characters definitely stand out to me, it would be that. It would be, in terms of uh, like DC films... It would be also Batman trying to save Martha and that fight scene at the warehouse. 
And, uh, yeah, the whole Martha thing. It's, it's like beating a dead horse to a bloody pulp with that. Um, great fight scene. Great fight scene indeed. And, uh, congratulations to Gal Gadot. Or Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I'm sure, I'm 97% sure it's Gal Gadot. Congratulations for accepting the MTV award for best fight for Wonder Woman. Hopefully when the film wraps up, Wonder Woman 1984... And gets released next year. Hopefully we can see more of that. You know what epic fight scene that I really want to see though? Wonder Woman against Cheetah. That's going to be a fight scene. And hopefully it's not going to be just 8 minutes long. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. You know, speaking of inspirations. Brie Larson. She recently got on uh, on an interview. And she said. That. Her filming for Captain Marvel, that she found inspiration in terms of her role uh, for the movie. That she said that she hasn't felt that way in a very, very long time. And she felt like strong leadership and inspiration in terms of who Captain Marvel is. And what she represents in terms of not only a hero, but as a soldier as well. Honestly, I like this. I really, really like this. I, I love it when um, actors and actresses find certain inspirations and strength that deals with a particular role whenever they do a film. Because I always find the opinion that whoever, whatever character that you play, let's say you're in acting, let's say you're in theater, or you decide to be someone else, or you pretend to be someone else for like, you know, like just for fun. You know, because because children, we, we mimic what we see growing up. And I think that's like one of the main foundations in terms of being an actor. Whenever you play a certain actor or a certain character, you play a certain actor. The hell am I talking about? Whenever you play a certain character, there's a piece of that character that stays with you whenever you play them and then give the best performance that you can. We see that a lot in past movies and past films when um whenever they knock the, the knock the role out of the park it changes them sometimes for the good sometimes for the bad uh top, perfect example right off the top of my head Heath Ledger Heath Ledger had to change himself mentally and, like, mentally in a, such a dark, dark environment where he had to give the best performance of the Joker that he could be, that, that could have happened in the Dark Knight movie. Rest in peace to him. He won an Oscar for that role. And it changed such a dynamic for... For people on how a uh, how a villain or how an antagonist is supposed to be portrayed in a movie, because it always says that the best that that uh, a movie for a best hero has to be as good as the best villain. In many cases, that's true. But what did the actors learn from that? What do the actors learn from being uh, these characters? And for Brie Larson. She says that she found strength and inspiration that she never knew that she had. And that's a huge, huge plus for me. That's a huge positive, positive thing for me. 
Kevin Feige, the CEO of the MCU, says that Captain Marvel is going to be the face of, uh, of Phase 4. Which means, not really much of a spoiler, but I think this is what's going to happen. I think in her movie, which I believe is going to take place in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to have like a, if it's not the whole movie, but maybe a flashback, one or the other. That's going to take place in the 90s. And she's going to lead a revolution for characters behind her to be like, yes, we can do that. We will not favor. We we will not waver. We will not fathom. You know, it, <laughs> you know, talking about this now, this actually makes me remember the epic present speech for Independence Day, which is another role that I thought was pretty cool. We're gonna live on. We're gonna survive. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. Ah! I, <laughs> you think. You know, there's a chance that maybe that Captain Marvel will do the same thing. Or or how about the scene for Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Aragorn, who, uh, when, when he says, Today may come when we go, we may, we may die. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing Jesus. Oh man, it's been so long. But it is not this day. A day may come where our shields may crashing down, but it is not this day. Which day we fight? I give you stand, men of the West. Ah! <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. There are certain epic speeches that characters can have whenever they do a certain scene. And, and it's liberating. And you're like, yeah, I'm with you. Fuck it. Let's fight. Ah! <laughs> and we as the audience, we love that. We love seeing that. We love watching moments where a main character or a main protagonist is like, you know, like they lead men on into fighting the good fight. And if we die, we die with honor. We die with battle. We're a part of you. We'll go with you. Oh man. Oh damn. I'm 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 sorry. I'm just getting way too excited for now the for the movie. Uh Brie Larson, I think she's going to I think she's going to kill the role. I think she's going to knock it out of the park. You know what's very interesting though? It still is taking me a while to to realize that this is the same Brie Larson who played the um Scott Pilgrim's ex from Scott Pilgrim vs the World, like the 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 same chick that um uh I completely forgot her name. Holy crap! But she basically was playing uh, uh that band. That new band in in the second of the in the the second act of the film, and she goes in a sexy voice. You should so totally come. <laughs> That's what she said. And Scott Pilgrim goes, "That is so not going to happen." She goes, "Great, I'll see you at 8. And I'm thinking to myself, "Holy shit, that that girl is Captain Marvel." You would have said that at least four or five years ago. You would have been like, "No way." No way. Just no way. 
Oh man, and what's funny about that, there are three, if you rewatch that movie now, which I feel like I'm about to very, very soon, three characters that's going to have something to do with Marvel or DC. You got Captain America, you got the Atom from DC Legends of Tomorrow, and you got Captain Marvel in the movie. I mean... Can you think of anything better? Well, yeah, I can think of tons of things that are better. But still, it's 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 still reprocessing in my head. I'm sure she's going to have a brand new look when the movie comes out, Captain Marvel comes out, March 2019. Um, These are exciting times. These are exciting times, my friend. These are exciting times. If Thanos said, you will know what it's like to lose. No, Thanos, you'll know what it's like to lose. Because when Captain Marvel comes at the end of the day, and then she leads the Avengers into doing what is right, and to fighting for what is right, fighting for their fallen comrades, you know what, Thanos? Go fuck yourself. Shove that Infinity Gauntlet up your ass. Captain Marvel, she's coming, and she's coming for you. What you gonna do, brother? What? Okay, let me stop. Let me let me just stop. I'm 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 getting way too ahead of myself. Um, let me let me just stop. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be awesome. This this is gonna be awesome to say the least. So, moving on. Wonder Woman. Uh, and speaking about Wonder Woman, 1984. As the film is being, uh, is going into production right as of now, uh, we see a lot of pictures of her donning the vibrant colors of how Wonder Woman is supposed to look. The not the iconic uh, brownish color that we're used to seeing from. Batman v Superman Justice League. No, like if you go on Google right now and you look up Wonder Woman like, new outfit, it looks as vibrant as it can. Like, she looks like the traditional Wonder Woman that we've known from, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s. Like, she looks freaking badass. And it's only going to make me want to see the movie that much more. Apparently... Uh, I know tons of Wonder Woman fans, and they're on board. They are on freaking board. And I'm now. Now this actually makes me interested to see uh, how Cheetah is going to look. Like if she's going to be like some kind of half mutant, half I don't know. Like I hope. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't care how much they how much they look. Actually, I do care. Just play the role perfectly. We want Cheetah. We want Cheetah. We want Cheetah to be the best that she can be. You know, that's that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Um, the photos for um Chris Pine's character, Chris. Wait, no, that's not that's not his character's name. Damn, what's his character's name? Oh my goodness, I forgot. Jesus, I forgot. Oof. It'll probably come to me later. But um the guy that Chris Pine played from the first movie, 
apparently there are pictures of him as well. Apparently he's supposed to make some kind of return. Um, I don't think his character, obviously, like, he died. He died in that plane explosion at the ending of the film. Slight spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. I don't, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, there, there is a photo that's been released where he's in the middle of some kind of ice cream shop. And if you remembered, uh, around the first act... Uh, his character actually brought Diana an ice cream. Like, he bought her an ice cream, and she goes, this is wonderful, it's so good, because she's never had something like that. So this means to tell me that maybe this is some kind of hallucination that she has, or some kind of dream within the movie. And that's that's the only way that I could justify as to why he would be there. Him coming back in the second film would literally slap the audience in the face because it pretty much means that his sacrifice for, you know, for, for the good of the people and for the men and for the soldiers and, and as a soldier, uh, it, it just pretty much means that it was literally for nothing. So if he is coming back, I'm pretty sure it may be not in a flashback, but I'd see in, 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 a, in a dream or in a hallucination or maybe... One woman gets knocked out so hard that she wakes up and maybe it's her vision. Maybe it's what she truly craves for. Him and ice cream. Hey, I'm sure plenty of women would love to have him, Chris Pine, and ice cream. You know, Steve, there we go. Jesus. Uh, Steve Trevor, that's his name. I knew it had, I knew it had something to do with Steve. Steve Trevor, there we go. Oh, man, I am so bad with names. I'm so terrible. But anyway, coming in two weeks' time, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Tickets are released now. If you have not gotten your tickets, uh, go ahead and get them before they are completely, completely sold out. Uh, you don't want to be that guy or that girl to go into the movie theater wanting to see the movie Friday night, Saturday night, and then all of a sudden you have seats that are literally available all the way to the front of the movie theater. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that girl. You really don't. Go get your tickets now. Go sit in the middle or behind the theater away from everyone so that way you can see the big picture of what it's supposed to be seen. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. This also makes me wonder, uh, and speaking of Ant-Man, by the way, this makes me wonder if all of this is literally taking place during the time of the events of Infinity War, or if it's taking place right before Infinity War started. Um, there was a leaked picture, there was a leaked picture of... Who the characters are going to be in for Avengers and uh, Avengers Four? Apparently, the title is going to be released very soon. So, eh, who knows what it's going to be? And apparently, one—I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen this picture—but one of the characters apparently is missing, which makes me wonder what's going to happen at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, who? Which character is going to? literally disappear or fade away from the iconic snap that belonged to Thanos. 
Uh, I don't want to dive into theories because I feel like if you make a certain theory and it comes to happen, you kind of spoil yourself. So I'm not going to dive into that too much. But if you haven't gotten your tickets for Ant-Man and the Wasp, go, go get it now. And uh, it's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be, I keep saying that, it's going to be an exciting time. I should put a dollar every time when I say exciting. It's going to be exciting times. Um, Yeah, get your tickets right now for Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out July 6, 2018. Ironically enough, and obviously this is not a comic book thing, but if you're interested, UFC 226 is also going to be out that weekend as well. So yeah, go and see that. Because I know I'm going to. <laughs> oh, man. Tickets are on sale now. Go. Bye, 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 bye. In uh, one last piece of news before we wrap up here. um, I have little thoughts about this. There is a rumor that the Batman, Matt Reeves the Batman... Maybe in the Joker movie universe, not the DC Extended Universe. So I re- uh, I recently talked about this, where they're going to have two Joker films. One is going to belong to uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin? Jo- Joaquin? Joe jo- jo- something? I don't know. I, again, I'm so bad with names. But, um... Apparently, there is a rumor that the that the Joker universe, where the noir type Joker, not the DC Extended Universe Joker, is going to be labeled under DC Dark or DC Black. Either name is fine. I'm sure people are going to dissuade from DC Black, but you know, whatever. And um, the movie, the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, uh, it'll be the first movie under that new brand to go into production. And it's going to be filming in New York City this fall. So there is a rumor that it's going to be part, uh, that the Batman, Matt Reeves' Batman, the solo Batman movie, is going to be a part of that as well. Uh... If this rumor is true, then this is another step that the that the uh, that AT and T and Time Warner can actually lead into in order to set themselves their own franchise and set themselves apart from the DC extended universe. Because with the movies that's been, as I said earlier, with the movies that's been going on with the DC extended universe, it's not freaking working. It's not working whatsoever. And at that point. If this is your time to make something new, if this is your time to actually set yourself something different and utilize what you have, expand on what you have, then this actually might turn out to be a good thing. But as I said, if they're actually going to make a brand new Joker film, make sure (sighs) fans are not stupid. Obviously, I know that, but there are going to be a lot of audiences that's going to be extremely confused. Be like, wait, isn't this a part of this universe? And <clears throat> isn't isn't this going to be a part of that? Or isn't this going to be a part of that? Like, at, at this point, we'll just have to wait and see. But if 
Joaquin Phoenix. I'm just gonna call him J. Like I'm just gonna call him J. J O A Q U I N. Joaquin. 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 I'm gonna call him J. If J Phoenix is gonna be starring the brand new Joker, where it's gonna be like a type of crime movie, and Matt Reeves is gonna have his own solo Batman film, and they're gonna be a part of the universe, then. Maybe we can finally get a brand new Joker Batman interaction that is actually a lot that would actually be more I wouldn't say more grounded because we already had that with the Dark Knight, but more iconic. More iconic to us as the audience. More 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 iconic to you know comic book fans. The question is who is going to play the Batman? Who's going to play the Batman? You know, I, I've been I've been seeing tons of reviews or tons of people on on Instagram saying that it should be John Hamm, uh, that it should be um, uh, that it was supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal, but that rumor turned out to be false, and he's playing the Mysterio in Spider Man. Um, who would play the Batman? Like, who would be? Good enough to not only play the Batman, but to also play a great Bruce Wayne. You know, like is is it going to is it going to stay Ben Affleck? Because Ben Affleck is part of the DC Extended Universe, so how would that play out? You know, it, we have to wait and see. We have to wait and see who can who can take the role, who can knock it out of the park, and who can leaves us crave for more. You know. Who, who can make a craze for more? What I do know is this. The rumor for Matt Reeves looking for a younger Batman is mostly true than ever. Since the solo Batman is going to be literally a re... Not a recap, but a restart of everything that has happened. So, if the idea is to cross a future movie together... To have these two characters or these two separate movies become separate and different from the DCEU, then by all means they should do their own thing. And future movies that would come about, Nightwing, Batgirl, um, hell, a Red Hood movie. I would love to see a live action Red Hood movie. Love to see it. Where he's beating the shit out of the Joker with a crowbar. Love, love to see it. Red Hood, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Why not? You know, um, bring it a step further. Uh, th- pff, th- here's a good idea. Death of the Family. Or Court of the Owls. Night of the Owls, Court of the Owls, doesn't matter. Have that. You know, there are so many Iconic ideas to bring forth in a live action film. You just gotta hire a great script writer and hire a great director, and boom, the blueprint is there. All you gotta do is just make the building. The blueprint is there, just hire the workers and just perform the skyscraper, perform the masterpiece. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. But that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the OTC Outside the Comics podcast. 
If you have any questions, concerns, if you tell me that I suck or if you want to give praise and give suggestions, you can follow me at MGMagnum715 on Instagram or TheMGMagnum on Twitter. Ask me whatever you like. Ask me whatever you want. I will give shoutouts as best I can. Uh, we will tune in next week. I know it's. I know I said briefs uh, recently that I'm going to have it on Tuesdays. And if Tuesdays don't work, it's probably going to be on Wednesdays. I found out that most of the things that gets dropped, and most of the news that becomes dropped mostly appears on Wednesdays for some odd reason. So I feel like m- the middle of the week may be a lot more beneficial, at least for me it is, especially with the timing that's been going on uh, for me and my work. But hopefully, when I get my new computer, the podcast can be bigger, everything can be bigger, um, you can listen to this more on iTunes, I know uh, Comcast, not, Com- not Comcast, um, there are other podcast platforms that you can listen to OTC on, uh, just look out outside the comics, hosted by Mike Garcia, that's me, the one and only, and uh, yeah, share, comment, subscribe. Listen, favorite, tell your friends, tell your cats, tell your people, tell your children, tell your hell. If you want to get extremely creative, if you're a woman that's pregnant, tell a little baby. Tell your womb, you know, have headphones to your womb, you know, because babies, they, 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 they can listen. They can listen very well. Before we go, we'll start with this week's. Superhero Quotes of the Week. And this one is going to go to Wonder Woman. <laughs> I just find, I just, I just realized it's very interesting that we talk a lot about Wonder Woman in terms of the No Man's Land, in terms of her, uh, you know, her attire and her filming very, very soon. But a Wonder Woman quote for this week. And I quote, No, just no, but I will fight to do what is right. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll accept that. (laughs) This is me paraphrasing from the movie as well. This is just me paraphrasing. I think we should. What we should do from this point forward, we can formulate our own quotes. That's what we can do. We can formulate our own quotes. You know, <laughs> or when she says, "Great Hera," I I don't know. Is this is just? It's, it's 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 just epic things to say the least. But as of right now, we are done. We are through. Peace out.